Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Survivor fans, welcome back to Game Changers Season 34, Episode 10. A line drawn in concrete on tonight's episode. Sari struggles. Michaela's pissed. What's new? And a blindside. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion. After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Give us that hype. Give us that hype. Let's go. Oh, there it is. Survivor fans, welcome back. I'm back. Hope you're not too mad. Paige is not here. Paige is back next week. We miss her. Give her a shout-out on social media. Give us all a shout-out on social media. My name is Mike Rippy. You can find me on social media, at Mike Rips. And I'm joined for the first time by you guys. The cream in the pink. Michael, I'm so glad to have you back. Michael, Michael. Michael, Timothy, Michael. Hey, everybody, it's Timothy Michael. Yes, power to the Michaels. Uh, You can reach me on all social media platforms, at I am Timothy Mike. Um, And to my left, my hype queen over here. So you guys, high. I missed you guys so much last week. Of course, you guys could have tweeted me at Dominique P underscore ESQ, but I'm back. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. You guys, I had a Coke right before we started, and I shouldn't have sugar. That might not have been the best. Dom is bringing the fire tonight. It was a great episode. You know who should be bringing the fire? You, Michael, because you missed the last three episodes. You guys have been, yes. I just want to say, you guys have been bringing the fire towards me in the social media world, in the comments. Don't <laughs> worry, I've seen it all. I've seen all of you, but I'm here. Well, we missed you. Yeah. I'm really excited to be doing a show with you. Well, I'm excited that we're both on the panel. It's I'm excited bad. to talk about Survivor. <laughs> all right, let's do it. Uh, we start tonight's episode, Could day you 24. Give a little love, no. Dom? God. Day 24. <laughs> Don't forget, guys, if you are watching, please give us five stars, like us, comment, and all the fun stuff. But we start today, uh, episode 10 of the season, with uh, 11 contestants remaining. It's day 24, and Debbie is immediately talking a strong six alliance. And they're going to one by one pick off the remaining five, which is great foreshadowing. Thank you. I was little, I literally wrote that. And, they, and I talked about this, I don't know, Don, maybe it was two episodes ago or last episode, but they always do this foreshadowing thing in the beginning of the episode where you kind of know who's yes. going to go home. Because they always, like she said the title of the episode, like how do you not think she's not going to go home? Exactly. Oh, it's so frustrating. What do you think? Well, I think it's interesting because I think you'd have to be a true fan to pick up on that. I think people mm. who just like kind of casually watch, they might not really notice the foreshadowing. Because um, I'm being honest, when I first watch, start watching Survivor, I don't think I picked up on it. But now after becoming like a super fan, I always notice it. Um, and I always try to like hope that they're going to like trick me. Never you can't, you yeah. can't get tricked. I can't get tricked. <laughs> Come You're on. Right. I can't be Come tricked. On. I, can't. Get tricked. I don't know what happened. What about at the start? It looks like Andrea and Zeke are going to be versus each other. First of all, you guys, I couldn't understand what exactly like their true beef is besides the fact that Andrea like wasn't in the, or Zeke wasn't all the way in the loop. But it just—I was confused. So somebody help me understand why they're pissed off at each other. Well, he went to um, uh, the two ladies last episode and said that that he thought that 
Andrea, wait, what was it? Oh gosh, right. people in the chat. Somebody tell me what in. happened. What happened with Zeke again? He went back to somebody. I think it was Sarah, and then Sarah went back to Andrea and told her that Zeke was like she can't be trusted or something like that. And then Andrea was butthurt about it, and then that's the feud that started off between them two. So somebody was butthurt, and now they're both butthurt. I don't know. But at mm. the same time, Sarah talks to Zeke and would like to work with Zeke. So Zeke is um, kind of somewhere in the middle there. But so is Sarah. Right. Sarah, but I yeah. feel like since the very beginning of the game, Sarah's been kind of playing all the sides. Um which is not a bad thing. I, I think, you know, you have to have that level of like, I know what's going on in the hood, but I'm not in the hood. Right. Be educated. <laughs> Thank you, Shayna123 and Gemini 9857. Zeke went to Sierra and said that he wanted Andrea out. And then Sierra went back to Andrea and told her. And then that's why she got butthurt with Zeke. Thank you so much, Sheena. Sheena's the best. And thank you to everybody in the live chat, especially the ones that throw and hate my way. I love you guys. <laughs> Let's go to reward now. So on tonight's reward, they are playing for uh, the option, uh, well, not the option, but the ability to take a seaplane, yes. a voyage to one of the prettiest islands uh, and have a picnic uh, in Fiji. Uh, but there's a catch. They're gonna oh, do a. a uh, ra- they're gonna do you know schoolyard picking with captains, and one person is not gonna get picked. And uh, we just go to <laughs> we throw it to Dom right now uh, because Michaela is not picked. So Dom, t- talk to us. Yeah. I wanted to shake Michaela because I feel like I've had several conversations between her, myself, and the TV <laughs> trying to get her to cool her jets. Like, I want to be on Team Michaela so bad, but she makes it so hard. Like, girl, somebody had to not get picked. It was you. Stop acting like that because these people already don't like your butt. Right. So, just to go through the picking of the people, first, the, the captains were Culpepper and Sari. And Culpepper picked Debbie. Sari should not be anybody's captain. Debbie, Sierra, Andrea, and Aubrey. And Sari picked Zeke, Sarah, Troy, and Ty. Which I gotta say, though, how did Michaela not get picked for a challenge like that? Well, we knew Culpepper wasn't gonna pick her because he's irritated by mm-hmm. her, doesn't understand why she eats so much when who knew eating was a problem. So what's Sari's excuse? And I think Sari just didn't want to seem too close to Michaela. Mm. I'm trying to put myself in her position, but I feel like as far as winning a challenge, you want want Michaela to be playing in those group settings. She's kind of blowing me a little bit in the individual immunity thus far. I want her to kind of step it up in that respect, but she's really, really great in group challenges, and I think she would have shined given the opportunity. But if she doesn't figure out how to check that attitude, she needs to go sit in the jury box, because I'm over it at this point. Like, I try. Y'all know I will stand for (laughs) Michaela. I love her, but I can't deal with that attitude because it's not always warranted. Now, I agree. Now, when people are throwing shade at her and people are talking crazy girl do you but when it's a game and stuff happens i need you to humble yourself and just swallow it and play the game yeah I, I, I completely agree with you i think that because i was we were both sitting there like why did not why did sari not pick michaela when she had just really saved her in the last or two tribals ago and the reason why is because the same thing that happened in Tribal. She wrote her name down to look like it was she wasn't working with her or too close to her. So I think that was a good play. I mean, you know, don't don't look too close and then get him from the outside. I guess, but it almost feels like there was a little bit where you're kind of not giving your best shot to win the actual 
a chance to go for the pick. Well, who would you have swapped, though? I think it would have fit right at the end if you took Michaela instead of Ty. Plus, you already had mm-hmm. Sarah on the team. Two two guys, two girls. I, I don't know. I, I mean, I get it, but it's just kind of weird that Michaela doesn't get picked. I mean, Ty did it's hold weird. them up with the it's balancing weird. beam, so maybe you should Speaking of Ty struggling on the balance beam, I just want to say, because I was making notes. First, so Michaela's pissed. Mm-hmm. She makes it very known. And during this challenge... Uh, Ty is really struggling with the balance beam, which, did you guys find that interesting? And did you guys out there I, find that interesting? I was try- you guys know that I always think somebody be trying to throw a dog on competition, because Ty <laughs> seems to be probably the most limber person if, out there. Did y'all not forget his season when he cli- climbed, climbed that tree? Last, last episode... In the, the reward in, in immunity, he was on the top, like climbed it and won like a monkey. So he obviously has great balance. I don't understand how he can't do the balance. Beam. I don't know if those are balanced though, or if they're endurance. Like if you're just, I I don't know. I think it's more endurance where you're like sitting there with your feet dug in, dug in there. I just I he had to that, get up. He had to get up the. the, the I don't tray. know. Maybe he was just <laughs> ha- maybe he was just having an off day. I mean, it's possible. So, but here's the funny part. So I initially wrote that that Ty had balance beam struggles. Then I followed that up with Troyzen having struggles because he lost his shorts because he's lost so much weight. Yeah. So he's struggling to keep his shorts on. I, aren't those drawstring shorts? Um, I don't they know. look like drawstring. Maybe he's drawstring them as much as they could be strong. <laughs> Then I wrote that Aubrey was struggling. Then Zeke was struggling, but they were not struggling. All of the you know who wasn't struggling. Sorry to cut you off, Debbie, the gymnast. Just want to throw that out there. Debbie doesn't struggle. (laughs) Debbie is also a pilot. So, but I wrote all these struggles. She's also a horse trainer. She's everything. She's also the CIA. (laughs) She is. But she's also at home. Legitimately, that everybody was struggling, but nobody struggled as much as Suri. Oh. And so Suri <laughs> was struggling so much so that they basically threw in, for the first time that I can remember, and tell us in the chat, they threw in background music that was really sad. Like, yeah. It was we so talked, sad. It was like the end of something. Was era. That, it really felt uh, <laughs> ominous. And so there was a, it was emotional. The whole team had to help her. But she did finish uh, quite late, obviously. And so the team of Culpepper won the reward challenge. And that's not it, though, because... Uh, we saw the emotional moment with Sari. Michaela is so pissed, she doesn't understand or recognize that there was a secret advantage mm. that she could have won. I, I We were kind of talking about this a little bit in the live chat before we went live, and a few people were like, you have to understand that from Sarah's vantage point, it was easier for her to That's keep true. it because she's looking at Michaela because Jeff just said, and y'all will pick up Michaela on the way out. So she looks, as opposed to it being really tucked under the thing and where Michaela's sitting, you wouldn't necessarily go down however the camera got a good shot of when Michaela was tying up her shoes now me personally I don't know if it's just because I have long legs or what but I probably would have missed it tying my shoes too like it's a lot to get all the way down there I don't know in all fairness Michaela was sprawled out on that little bench area like she was like watching them she had one foot and she wasn't even sitting on the chair she was sitting below the chair like all she had to do was look back or something like she was all over that platform making herself comfortable so i mean i don't Michaela also was so caught up in being pissed right that she was right. not thinking right. like the possibility of any perk to being not picked right i just loved how sarah was like it's survivor and you always have to be ready and looking and i'm like but 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 it's not even about Survivor. It's about Survivor game changers. Like, you know something's going to be off somewhere. Something's no. going to be different. So you should be aware at all times. I kind of know. I kind of agree with Sarah. I disagreed. 
I like it. I mean, I would be on it but, all the time. So Sarah, so Sarah sees it. She uh, she gets the secret advantage, which ends up being that she can now steal a vote at tribal. The latest that she has the ability to use this advantage is when there's five people left. Mm-hmm. So she has another four or five episodes to do that. Yeah. And she mentions that nobody ever uses these advantages correctly, but she's going to be the first one. So we'll have to pay attention uh, yeah, to that yeah. one. Yeah, we'll see, girl. We'll see, we'll see girl. <laughs> uh, before we go along, I want to talk about the picnic for a second because they seem to have a lot of good food at their picnic. But I want to take a moment to ask you guys out there and you two on the panel if you were going to find a picnic and let's say you're on Survivor or even if it's not Survivor, but we're going to have a picnic. What's one item that you would want to be there? Oh, uh, mac and cheese. Okay, it's a great choice. See, I don't know. It depends on one, what diet I'm on that week. I don't know. One item. Ain't no telling. You got, no, you got a, some item. What is it? Cupcakes. That's perfect. Good. Names okay. you do. So we're, we're getting mac and cheese, cupcakes, <laughs> Chicken cutlets. Chicken cutlets? Yeah, now we got a meal. Mac and cheese, chicken cutlets. I love chicken cutlets. Right? Sadly enough, I know this is going to sound super lame. And we got it all together. We got a side. But the only thing that I would really, really want, super lame, you guys. What? It's probably like some steamed kale. Like, what? don't laugh at me, but like, what? I we're t- love. We're talking about a picnic, Dom. I love okay. Don't be bringing steamed kale. kale. So, don't be bringing steamed kale to the picnic. I just wanted to be honest. That's why I All said right. cupcakes. So here's I was like, the thing. Right, gonna look, go for the I'm kale. doing this whole Steam. 30 program right now, and I'm on day eight where I've cut out all processed foods, sugars, all this crap. So oh, I can so eat very pick, little. So I down. feel like I'm a survivor right now. So when I say mac and cheese, you guys, I literally mean I need mac and cheese in my life, like right now. I'm throwing this. I'm throwing this to the engineer, Josh. What are you picking? Ooh. He's picking. Um, you know what's funny? I would choose chicken tenders or chicken. Tenders. Yes, oh, I yeah. knew it. That's my you boy guys right are there. So funny. That's what's up. That's what's up. He he also told me no steam kale. You ain't coming to the picnic with steam kale. Let us <laughs> right, know in the chat what you anymore. let us they know said, what you guys okay, think. Okay, so Eric said fried picnic. chicken. <laughs> Gemini said no cheese. I'm gluten. Eric said pizza. Yeah. So you guys are like all over the place, good, but good. I like it. Good. Yeah, we like it. And let us know if you're watching uh, later in the comments what you would bring to the picnic because we might have one at one point. All right. <laughs> All right, well, let's get to immunity where uh, it wasn't really a challenge, this immunity. Like, it seemed like it was just one person that really did a good job, and they won, and that was Troizen. What did you guys think of immunity, this challenge, which was basically just having to balance and that's it? I mean, we've seen this challenge before. Right, sure. Um, right. And I feel like it's always difficult for a lot of people, and mm-hmm. it's always down to, like, two or three people um, who are better at it than the others. Um, I was surprised about Troy Zan, and Andrea, for that matter, because I wasn't expecting her to be so good at this challenge, because she really hasn't... Well, y'all know, for the last few weeks, I've been like, who is that other blonde girl? <laughs> so I'm just happy to finally know her name, and for her to be doing something that requires me to remember it. So I'm happy that she actually Ooh. is starting to be a game changer, that she... Um, is really contributing to, you know, the dynamics of the group. Now, her beasting it out, I was really surprised. I've also been surprised by, um, uh, what's his name? The old man. Troyzan. Troyzan. I do want them to find him some pants outfit, though. (laughs) He's losing weight quick. He should switch with somebody else. That maybe has a little bit more room to grow. Maybe... Won't finish that. You're shady, Troy right now. Troyson was hot tonight. He was he was impressive in that victory. Mm-hmm. The only people close were Culpepper and Aubrey, and they both dropped. Yeah. Well, it, it was interesting to me because it was like they completely stopped once they Thank realized you. that one of their six was going yep. to win, which. Mm, 
I always like want to say my own butt. So Interesting like, enough how Debbie happen. was cheering him on. Yeah. I thought that, I mean, it was like, like Dominique just touched on it. It's kind of annoying when, even though he's in your top six, like you should never be that comfortable. But this only proves, well, we'll probably talk about it later at Tribal, how comfortable these six were <laughs> unrealistically. So comfortable. It was interesting, but the funniest thing ever was Ty and him trying to figure out oh. how he wanted to stack his blocks. And I'm trying, like, trying to figure out how to spell start. immunity. Just start. And then he actually he did start, but he didn't bring a block. He no. started to run without the block. That would have been me, you guys. I want to be honest. Like, I would have been like, how do you spell? I would have been writing it down in the sand. But then I was like, and I, I said it out loud while we were watching the episode. Just I was like, just look at the other, just look at the other letters. Yeah. That's what I would have done. I was just like, what letter is it? Okay, Y. Great. I'm taking Y. Um, <laughs> I don't care if you're spelling it wrong, too. I don't, I mean, that's all, that's all I got. But then again, we have to think about it. It's 25 days. Like, you're running on, like, no food. So it's yeah, like, he, your brain, you can't think. Yeah, that, that's true. You can, you could tell. Ty's, Ty's been an interesting guy. To At least he didn't have to spell metamorphosis. <laughs> so Troyzen wins in pretty impressive fashion, to me at least. And they go back to Tribe. And of course, uh, it seems like everyone's talking about Michaela is going to be the one, it seems like. The consensus mm-hmm. right there. But at this point... Well, let's let's be clear. I mean, Brad has had his eyes on wanting Michaela out since the very beginning of the merge and when they were in their tribe, so... That's true. But interestingly enough, it seems like that's true, but they keep postponing, like, her departure. Like, oh, let's take out one more person before we get rid of Michaela. Well, do you think it's... Because, and like they said, they they <laughs> continuously say it in the interviews, like, oh, Michaela's annoying. Michaela has an attitude. Do you think they're postponing it because they want to take her to the top three? Because people would be like, she's annoying and she's a bad attitude. Why would we give her a million dollars? It's very possible. I mean, I mean, it's pretty smart. It is, it is, that it is possible. Case. Well, at the same time, though, there's, there's this Zeke-Sarah thing now. Because Sarah, even though she's in the majority, apparently is talking to Zeke about, uh, you know... Maybe they can bring in Andrea, even though Andrea and Zeke have issues, and they could do something different. Well, I wanted to touch up on Sarah before even the immunity challenge, because Sarah was talking to Sari yes. about who she thought was in charge, and they were like, Brad and Sierra, which she's right. I mm-hmm. mean, them two are pretty tight. Out of, I don't want to say out of nowhere, but I, I never saw those two working together. It's like alpha male and alpha female, or whatever an alpha female is. Um, beta female? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um but I thought that was a little... I mean, it's interesting that those two are just working so well together. Um, and then Sarah said, you know, timing is everything, and it's not time to make a big move right now. Yeah. So I felt like that was a little bit of foreshadowing to her making a move further on. And then we get into her talking to Zeke, and it just shows it even more. So I'm like, okay, well, you know Sarah is not comfortable in the top six. But but right, all, right, but right. all and, and at the same time, then Sierra talks to Sarah and, and Debbie and talks about how those were the final three. Mm-hmm. And so Sarah's got her, she's in a lot of different <laughs> She places. really is. Right. She's getting around. Yes. And she's been in the middle of um, a lot of, she's been in the middle of another, um, another tribal at one point. Guys in the chat, remind me of what it is. Um... But she's been in the middle of a lot of chats re- recently, and I feel like that's just further building up her resume. Who, who's irritating Drexel? Michaela, we're we're in agreement that her attitude is really bothering us, mm-hmm. and we also don't know what her strategy is at this point. This is this is a sharp departure, Dom. I no, remember I, 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 there was a I, point we, where we I were s- talking about this when we were when we were sitting out there yes. last season. If you guys have been with us for a while, you, you guys will remember show. that I. <laughs> 
I was Jesus. I really didn't feel like Michaela was given a fair shot last season. And I was like, well, maybe I was like blinded and didn't see like some of the attitudes that a lot of the the two guys kept talking about. And so this season, I was like, okay, she's gonna have time to like gather her thoughts. She's gonna reflect. She's gonna be a better person because <laughs> she's a beast in these challenges. So I was excited to see like you know someone really beast it. And then she just has this like really crazy attitude that is really perplexing me. But I will say this. I really love Sari and how she kind of pulled her aside and was basically like, girl, like I was there your age and just angry for no reason. You know, like I appreciated Sari like being one of the only few people to really pull Michaela aside and be like, pull it together. But clearly that didn't work. But clearly it didn't work because I'm like two seconds later, there she goes, you know, throwing a tamp, tinter, tamp, Temper tantrum. <laughs> I cannot speak today. What, what was um, she doing? Stuff about um, <laughs> not being picked for this um, rewards challenge, and I was just like, you know, I get that. Let's all let's all put ourselves in her shoes. When we were in high school or maybe elementary school, it sucks to not get picked when everybody else gets a chance to but play. But you're not in high school. This is Survivor. This isn't high school or elementary just, school. I'm just trying to, you she's know, give her the benefit of no, the doubt here. No. You're not you know, playing for a million dollars in she's elementary not, school. But she's not also the only person that hasn't been picked to play in a rewards challenge and been pissed. I'm so sorry, let's but just if she would have been a little bit more conscious, then she would and not butthurt about not getting picked, she would have been more, you know, aware of her surroundings and saw that she could have had an, a bigger opportunity right under her feet. Like Just it. Saying. Like this. Hmm. All I'm saying is that <laughs> I can recognize when I'm wrong and I defended Michaela to the death and all I'm saying is that she, if she's serious about wanting to win Survivor, she needs to get her attitude in check because well, I don't really see how many more people are going to want to be around her if she doesn't pull it together. Makes Boom. sense. And Michaela is still around because she's in the final 10. So let's get to Tribal where uh, we start off talking about hearing from Debbie tell us that it took all of 10 minutes for the power group to come to a unanimous decision. Which I thought was really interesting because she she was like, everyone here has a, a uh, this is a democracy. And I'm like, you guys, we watched you guys make a decision and Sarah wasn't even anywhere to be heard of. <laughs> Nobody said, hey, we're missing one of the six because powerful six, right? Yeah, I mean this, and I'm a huge fan of Debbie's. I was actually really sad to see her go, and you guys know this at home that I'm a really big fan of Debbie's. But this entire episode, I was just cringing for her because I was like, "You're just making yourself look worse and worse and worse." And she was like overly confident, overly cocky, and it's like the same way that you feel about what? Michaela and her anger issues is the same way that I feel about Debbie and her cockiness. Was it's she like, was she overly cocky though? Like I feel like that's just she Debbie. Really. I just personally feel like Debbie has too many jobs to have been on Survivor anyways. Like, she's too busy for this and needs to get back to either, you know, piloting. Did she fly or, the she Or being a gymnast. She flew the plane Did to the picnic, the, No, right? she, no the, you know what she said? She was like, it's just so great to watch them because I fly all the time. Yeah, she's the only person that I'm flies, like, I bet. They didn't, they didn't take a flight girl, over there to, to the theater. You're trying. Yeah, no, she didn't. Um, I, I don't know. I just like, I like Debbie. I don't, I, I just... Wish that she had took Cochran's advice a little bit more. And she had oh. at some points when she was like totally. like being respectful and, and just 
nice and just oh thank you for this and oh blah 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 but then she starts getting her Debbie ways and acting drunk and doing all this crazy stuff and I'm like Debbie stop why you self-sabotaging yourself I think Debbie was trying to make herself seem a little bit more likable I think she has ruffled a lot of feathers and so she was like well if they think I'm like the fun girl I won't be high on their targets right now so I see where she was going but playing drunk Desperate. But then you can't go to Aubrey and speak to her the way that she did when they were like having that conversation before tribal and was like, if See, you vote with us, you're w- good. But what did I tell y'all? Here's the thing. If y'all think here's Michaela's the, attitude on. is bad, if Debbie would have talked to me like that, it would have been a whole nother situation. Yeah, but here's at least thing, Debbie's guys. low key about it. You made a good point that I want to touch on because you talked about how Cochran helped Debbie mm-hmm. a couple episodes ago, and she totally kind of wasted all that. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think that she could have done so much more with that opportunity, and she also... Oh, I guess she already used her, her advantage um, and didn't even Right, right, it. right. But one thing I will say is that she did take his advice as far as apologizing to Brad, which I did not think Debbie was going to do that. But that's what I mean. Like, she does these, like, little things right, that are progressive, right, right. but then it's, like, one step forward, two steps back with her. It's, like, I don't see why she can't just get it through her head and just know that this is where she messed up in last season and to just fix it. But the same thing goes with Michaela. Like, she knows last season her attitude was bad. Maybe this season she would have fixed it, but she's not. Speaking of Michaela, at Tribal tonight, Michaela was feisty and had my favorite line where she said, you're going to sit here looking like boo-boo the fool. Boo-boo the fool. Yes, but so. at, that t- at the same time, though, I'm like, Michaela wants to sit there and talk about, oh, you look like boo-boo the fool, but I'm going to go out swinging. But I'm like, but She kind of sat Michaela, there looking like boo-boo the fool Right, I'm herself. like, but Michaela, you didn't do anything. Yeah. Like, I wanted her to be like, Sarah's about to flip on y'all. Like, I wanted something to happen but she didn't even say anything so how could you sit well, there and she, say but we also have to know that had she have said that Sarah would have gone with the flow no I'm just saying at least do something she's like I don't want to just sit here I'm going to go out swinging but you didn't do anything so how could you have gone out swinging that, that's so, what I mean like one other comment that was something. made at Tribal was from Zeke who said uh, you know each time there's a, uh, someone voted off it's like almost like he's hoping for a deck reshuffle and that's kind of what's going to happen here yeah because Debbie gets voted out, Sarah flips, and now it really is kind of up in arms for what's going to happen. I will say this about Sarah, though. Sarah is certainly building up her resume. I'm liking her more and, and more. And if she doesn't go back under the radar, because not only did she, she got out two people so far, mm-hmm. and now she has this um, stealing of a vote, which could only add to her resume even further. But if she doesn't go back under the radar, they could start targeting her. So I'm a little worried about her now. What I'm hoping for, and we've talked about this prior, um, Mike, in different seasons, is I hope she doesn't allow this stuff to go to her head and begin to go back and feel like she has big kahunas now and it begins to kind of overshadow the work that she's already done. Mm-hmm. So I really hope she stays humble yes. and doesn't try to kind of go in and play the alpha female like um, Sierra is. So, question for sheriff. Question, question for both of you guys out there too. At this point of the game, who's the MVP? Oh, hmm, well, that's a good one. I'm have to. I'm gonna go with Sarah right now. She's got to be up there, mm-hmm. Sarah. For you, I'm gonna go with Sierra. Sierra, just okay. because I feel like she she's like I said, alpha female right now. So. I'm going to go with that. But just speaking of Sarah, Sarah's a close runner-up, though. But, I mean, if Sarah was in Final 3 right now, 
Like, she has everything going for her. She's well, got, it also depends on who she's in, she's there with, but... But not only, like, time. not only could she be like, I'm good at this game, but she could also say, I'm a good person. Like, she's helped yes, Suri. Yes, yes, She's helped Zeke. Like, she came out of this uh, when, you know, Zeke had that whole transgender thing come out, and she was like, I'm from a small town, like, but I still respect Zeke. Like, she has all this stuff going for her. Like, people at home and people probably on the jury would vote for her. I have to agree. Same. I... I like I like her more and more as we progress in this game. I just want to see how she handles the backlash mm-hmm. from flipping on her alliance. I think that'll be really telling um, how she moves forward because you can almost tell that a lot of times she has to catch herself because mm-hmm. her natural response to stuff is totally off. Like when Aubrey came to tell her that Debbie kind of threw her under the bus, her immediate reaction was anger. Yeah. Her and she needs to coach Michaela because instead of showing Aubrey how irked she was, mm-hmm. she didn't allow it to get to that level. She yes. kind of just took it at bay like, okay, mental no, I can't trust Debbie. Let me go on my back channels to figure out how I get her out. That's how you play Survivor. Mm-hmm. Boom. I would say right now my MVP is Culpepper. He's still rocking the Syracuse. You know out. I don't like him. Shout out to Syracuse. <laughs> uh, one more question before we do predictions. I asked you who the MVP would be, and thanks to everybody that's commenting in the chat and on the comments. Who's the least valuable player that's still left? Um, is it Sari? No, no. Mm, oh, I don't want to say it's Sari, but now that you mention it, it probably is. It probably for, is for Suri, me. Yeah. It's Sari. I would, yeah, I would probably have to go with Suri. Just looking at the docket of everybody that's left, yeah, Suri. She hasn't really done much. What about you, Dom? Except for talk to Michaela, which didn't think? even work anyway. Mm. You think you? I, I have a hard time with um, Aubrey. Like, I feel like she's, she has the, she has what it takes to be good at this game. Um, but then sometimes I feel like she completely stops playing altogether and I just never know where she goes. But see, that's like, why... is there a hole that she goes into? But I don't know. But then I remember in her season, she talked a little bit about having like anxiety issues. So I was like, I don't know if that comes into play. But is it just me or does it seem like she kind of disappears for a half episode? No, I, I feel like I feel like unlike Debbie and Michaela, she's learned from her season because with her season, she was so strategic and Aubrey she was a super about. fan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, And everybody was targeting her because she was a super fan and she knew everything about Survivor. Um, so now I feel like in this season, she's like, I'm going to fly more under the radar. I'm going to wait to get to wherever I can get to and then I'm going to strike. And I think that's what's happening with Aubrey. I think that a lot of people are saying Michaela in the chat is the least valuable right now. I, I, I see it all. But I think that Aubrey's actually got, she's setting herself up to possibly win. Aubrey? I, I mean, I wouldn't I be surprised. I mean, she's, she's flying under the radar. She hasn't she, had too many issues. She seems like I remember from her season that she's smart. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Very smart. Very adapt. Yes. She can adapt. And uh, I think she's using that in mm-hmm. uh, in this season pretty well so far. And it does it is pretty wide open this season. I, I honestly, right? I have to be honest right now. There are a lot of people that I feel like could win could the win. game yeah. if we stop tomorrow, and they could um, be knocked out. Right, next right, week. right, right, right. It, it's literally still anybody's game. Really Anything can happen. We we still haven't really seen how they're really going to flourish in um, individuals. So we'll yeah. see. I love looking at the chat right now because we'll sit here and go, "Oh, we love Aubrey," and then somebody in the chat will go, "I want Aubrey gone." Like, right? You know, she it's and- so funny. And then just a little note because I finally, you guys, I never do this, but the other day I was um, reading through some of the comments for the last few episodes and a few asked me that I should not um, message you guys 
during um, live. I love talking to you guys as we go on, but if it's a concern for anyone else, always let us know. We just want to make sure that we are engaging with you guys as the show progresses. So yeah, don't think she's else? not paying attention. No, I'm she always is. paying attention um, to both what they're talking about, what you guys are talking about, the camera. So. She's very multi-talented. <laughs> I'm, I'm Super talented. <laughs> Get with it, the energy. Get All right, it. let's do some predictions. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. God, we don't have epilepsy. <laughs> I hope we don't develop it. My mom always Can told you develop me, it? I, I mean, I don't know. Oh, my, that would be the worst. My, my mother told me, uh, ladies first. So, Dom? Prediction. Um, I predict a really big... I predict that Zeke may go be a big target next week to go home. Mm. That's interesting. See, I feel like since now that everything's changed with Sarah flipping, and we've obviously saw the preview was like a little taste of what's going to happen next week. Everybody's reshuffling, which I love because you should never play it in the numbers. It's game changers. Like, let's not. Um, I feel like Sierra might be in trouble, even though I, I think she is the MVP of this season. I feel like that's why, because they're, now they're going to target either her or Brad. They're either going to want to get the strong person out, which is Brad, the strong alpha male, because that's what they've been doing, or Sierra, because she's been with Brad. So I don't know. I think that that's one of my predictions on who's going home. Oh, I like this. Jack from the live chat says, Michaela or Sierra are next week. Or next week. That's really interesting. Hmm. hmm. I, didn't, I don't have Sierra in my mind as like going home just yet for some reason. She's killing it. I, I, but she's getting that she's getting to that line of like being too cocky, yeah, where she's like two seconds away from like pissing me off. Yeah, so like, but I she's know. not there yet. I Anytime think she's somebody so, goes like this, I'm done. I think I after her can't. conversation with Debbie in this episode, where she like sat around the thing and was like, <laughs> it, I could see us being in final three, like Sarah, blah blah. blah. I felt like she was genuine about that. And I don't know. I did not think she was genuine. I don't know. I felt did like you she think was she was genuine? About that. Mm. Did you guys think? You guys? Do you guys think that? Um, Sierra was genuine when she told Sarah that they could be in the final three with Debbie. I just, I felt like she was trying to pull Sierra in, I mean, Sarah in because she felt like she was a little on the ropes. No, I disagree because in her um, one-on-one interview with the camera, she said, I really like Sarah. Me and Sarah have been vibing really well together. I want to make sure... No, Sarah. I know, but Sarah. I'm like, out of, the, her, out of all these Debbie. people, you yeah, said I'm Debbie? Surpri- I'm surprised that she said Debbie, too. I thought she no. was going to say Brad, um, because they've been working so closely together. But maybe Sierra's not as tight to Brad as we think. Well, so maybe that tells so. you a little bit about the all-female alliance right. that she was that's thinking of. That's thing. something to watch. And I've never seen a good one. We'll see. No, and I feel like Sierra is one of those people that's like, I'm really a feminist underneath us <laughs> all, so I really want it to be all girls. I and think, I'm okay with that. I think Sierra, Sierra and Sarah are going to be a, a, a strong tag team I moving so forward. Too. But I think the one person Who? that Sierra that and Sarah. Oh, would I love to see if they could really two, work together work and drop together. Brad because y'all know I don't like them. I really I'm do. Into I, feel, it. I don't know if they're going to be able to use their power and sway, but I think that that beach scene between them was really like true. You thought it was genuine too. I, I I just think that they they want to flip on each other, but like they can use each other ass. to get to the end. That's all. Uh, <laughs> I think that the person that's in the most trouble next week is Andrea. Uh, I think Zeke mm. is strategic, and I think he's going to be gunning to try to get people against Andrea. I don't know. I disagree with you because, like, we were talking about while we were watching the episode. It's like they'll be targeting one person and one then episode, totally and then the splits. next episode is like, totally well, that's what I thought. Because I was like, like they oh, yeah. last week they had a whole two hours to get Michaela out. I was like, what? Did she just, <laughs> just fall forgot. off the radar? Right. 
But I loved how Brad was like, not this week, but next week, you know? And then had maybe Michaela been like the bigger push, maybe she would have went home. Can we blame well, this on Brad? But then at the same time, we I can, can blame say it the same thing Brad. for Debbie and be like, at least Debbie was a team player in that aspect and wasn't like, no, she, Michaela needs to go home now. But instead she was like, okay, fine, you guys want Andrea, let's vote Andrea. Well, we lost Debbie tonight. I know, Some of you are mad, me. some of you are happy. Uh, that's Survivor Game Changers, episode 10, A Line Drawn in Concrete. We say goodbye to Debbie. Who knows if we'll ever see you again. You guys will see us again yes. next Wednesday and Paige is back. Tell the people where they can find you. You guys can find me on all social media platforms at Dominique P underscore ESQ. Tweet me. Tweet her. What's up, guys? Thank you for tuning in. Um, you can reach me on all social media platforms at I am Timothy Mike, especially on Twitter. Tweet me, too. That's right. Tweet her. Tweet him. Maybe tweet me. My name is Mike Ribby. Catch me on social media at Mike Ribs. Thanks to the engineer, the underscore artist, Josh Rodriguez. We'll catch you guys next week. Thanks, Bye, Josh. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 